Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. What is up, you guys? Happy Tuesday. Wow, I said that's so proper. What is up, my dudes? What is up? So we're posting late today. Um, it is Tuesday as I record this. A ghost sounded like it hacked my microphone last night. All was going well while I was recording. Um, and then I played it back and everything was echoey and really creepy. And quite frankly, it was not a vibe. So I was like, oh, no prob. I'll just re-record. So I recorded again. And then that audio sound hacked sounded wow words sounded hacked um again by the supernatural so here we are it's tuesday and i'm recording on tuesday but truly maybe this is a lesson in me being a little bit more prepared in case something like a ghost hacking my audio happens anyways welcome to today's episode i am going to rant for it's not a rant episode but i am ranting I'm going to rant on materialism and also touch on getting rid of things because honestly, now I kind of love getting rid of things. Um, Okay, let's start from the beginning. I was raised in a home where we had lots of things. Uh, I won't say that it was like, I don't know, like hoarded stuff, but my mom definitely had like a hard time getting rid of things. I have seven siblings, if you didn't know that, so... You just accumulate many things, I'm sure, when you have eight kids. Hold, please. I think my soup is boiling. I'm kind of recording this episode while my ciabatta is baking in the oven. And my soup, my ginger carrot something soup is uh, cooking on the stove. So one moment, please. Okay, just kidding. Apparently, I was paranoid about my soup boiling because... That's a toxic thing that I've been letting happen. I've had soup a couple times in the past week, and I just turn that knob up way too high, and she boils. And as far as I know, you're not really supposed to boil store-bought soup. Anyways, um, lots of siblings, lots of things in the house, right? So I wasn't really taught growing up, like, what are good methods for getting rid of things. And, okay, let's tie this into materialism really quick. I was not raised in a materialistic family whatsoever. Um, I would say probably all my family is not materialistic at all. I probably ended up being the most materialistic person. And that probably peaked in high school. So, um, yep, grew up with lots of things. Not a materialistic family, though. Just a family who, and I'm saying this in general, it's not everyone. But a family that had a hard time getting rid of things. Um, so I was in private school, uh, on and off and homeschooled on and off, um, because I moved so many times and my family is Christian and uh, I'd been in and out of public school in elementary, middle school. And then finally I was stuck in public school, uh, beginning my sophomore year of high school. I don't mean to say stuck is a bad thing. I was just like, I don't know, having a lot of anxiety and I always begged my mom to pull me out, which she did a couple of times. And then I either was homeschooled or put in a smaller school. 
anyways, when I went to my high school, it was in a really rich area, and I just saw everyone wearing all of the things. I was exposed to, I don't know, a lot of styles maybe I hadn't been exposed to before, a lot of rich people, and I think it, I mean, it's somewhat natural that I wanted to have nice things like them because, you know, I was shopping at Kohl's, and ain't nothing wrong with Kohl's, guys. But, you know, I was just being materialistic. I wanted brand name things. I wanted Brandy Melville. I wanted Urban Outfitters, American Apparel, and, you know, middle school, probably Hollister. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. And I got my first few jobs in high school, and I had zero money management skills, so I would spend all of my coins. I'd go to the store, a piece of $60... (laughs) A $60 t-shirt at Urban Outfitters would call my name with a single banana on the left breast or something stupid, and my coins were magnetized. I had no willpower over myself. That's a lie. I just thought I did it. And I would buy the thing, and it was so stupid, and I had no strategy for my closet either, guys. Like, I'd buy all these, like, random things out of, like, pure compulsion while I'm at a store, and... I still wouldn't have, like, enough socks, you know, or, like, not cropped t-shirts. Honestly, that's still a toxic trait that I have to this day. (laughs) Almost every shirt I own is cropped, but we're going to move on to how I improved myself (laughs) and how I'm still improving, so please forgive and ignore that random fact. Anyways, um, as time passed, oh, yes, I graduated high school. And when I went off to college, that was kind of the first time that I did a major getting rid of things. And mind you, I had closets full of things at my mom's place that were mine from like years and years ago. Some things of my mom that she gave me, some things of my sisters that she gave to me also, just like generations of things, most of which I didn't wear and was making excuses for keeping, Um, as I said, toxic my favorite word lately. I didn't say that it was my favorite word, but I've been saying the word toxic a lot, you know? You know? Um, so yes, I had to get rid of things and it was traumatic. That was that was dramatic. <laughs> dramatic, dramatic. No, but it was just really annoying and I really my serotonin dropped to zero percent during that process because you have to try on all these things and you have to get rid of them, and yeah, it's just not fun, especially when you're someone who's so attached to items, which I super, super was at that time, and it's, I think it's still something I'm growing out of to this day. Anyways, took my things to college, blah, blah, blah. Um, on one hand, you don't have to get rid of as many things when you're going to college, because you know you can store a lot of things at your parents' house, right? Um, but I went through another closet detox, I think, sophomore, junior year, when I moved into a new apartment. Um, And I would give things away to my roommates, my friends, and I started selling at Plato's Closet that year. And I realized as I keep doing this, it gets easier every time. I swear the hardest closet detoxes were the first few times. Um, And then I went through another closet detox when I moved to Colorado from my mom's house because I was living with my mom before I moved here. And my mom was supposed to move. She hasn't yet, but she was supposed to move out of state. So I couldn't really keep things there like a lot of people do even when they move out of the home. Uh, A lot of us keep things at our parents' house like old, I don't know, high school, what are those called? Yearbooks. High school yearbooks. That kind of, that kind of vibe. 
I couldn't do that. And also, my car is very, very small, guys. Extremely tiny. So, I really couldn't take a lot of things. Um, Quick shout out to my friend Maggie, who ended up bringing my mattress (laughs) because she moved here the same day as me, ironically. Thank you, girl. (laughs) Because, guys, I would have had to leave my mattress, like, or sell it. Um... I was just going to rebuy everything when I got here because I have a tiny little car and moving trucks for across the country. They are more expensive. Very expensive. Um, But some strategies, guys, if you want to do a a closet detox yourself, have you worn it in the past year? If the answer is no, get rid of it. Um, If you have to make excuses for it also, uh, you should probably just get rid of it. Example, I... I've been putting off uh, getting rid of this one item. It's a really cute shirt from a very nice brand, Princess Polly. And I ordered it and it just didn't fit me right. But I have this weird wanting to keep it. (laughs) Even though it literally doesn't fit me right. But honestly, okay. This I justify because it's so cute. I don't want to sell it at Plato's Closet. I'd rather sell this item on something like Poshmark, which is another um, kind of platform you can uh, use to sell things. Facebook Marketplace? Okay. Honestly, Facebook Marketplace is full of crackheads, so use at your own risk. That's more for like furniture items. But since we're talking about decluttering, it is a great place to sell things like a desk, a, you know, box spring. Actually, those get kind of dirty. Maybe when I can't name things, a futon, a dresser. You know what I'm saying? A microwave, air conditioning, window unit know what I'm saying and I have a lot of friends who sell on Poshmark, Depop and I know there's so many platforms online you can sell on but my favorite lately is Plato's Closet because you just go in you give them the things they give you the shmoney you leave and it's you don't have to deal with shipping selling things one-on-one people being flaky all of that so I really love that and um hack guys go to different Plato's Closets in the area I've been doing this for like a few weeks now because, okay, I put all of the clothes from my last detox into bags, put them in the back of my car, took them to my closest Play-Doh's closet. I had a decent amount of brand name things just because I used to be a crazy brand shopaholic and I was surprised that they didn't take as many things as I thought, but then I read reviews online and apparently that Play-Doh's is really picky, but guys, I took the exact same bags to two other locations. And they just take more stuff every time and give me more shmoney. And I'm loving it. So Plato's Closet hack. When they tell you something's outdated, just take it to another Plato's. Because most of what they're saying is seriously just at the discretion of the retail worker who is going through the clothes that day. And I think, for example, like the first batch of things I took to the first Plato's, they took a lot of like the major branding things. Still like left some over and when a new person was looking at the same batch they're gonna see like other brand name things that you know the first person missed anyways okay materialism I think materialism is when you're too attached to the idea of what you think others may perceive you as and you use physical objects to kind of please others that was a little bit of a you know any definition probably should have googled this but I didn't oh my gosh my bread is done hold please okay I am back I know that was zero seconds for you but it was 30 seconds for me 
Also, I would just like to note that my cat is very cute. She is sitting in the sunshine on my bed behind me on my white duvet. She is a little cute black kitty, so just loving that vibe in the sunshine for her. Um, okay, let's talk about materialism. Uh, I became materialistic when I entered high school, essentially. Might have taken like a year or two, but pretty quick I figured out I was a little, uh, maybe, I don't want to say weird, but like, I was not the typical generic person in school. Like, everyone was wearing the same brands, had their hair done the same way. I was curly haired and like wore red lipstick all through middle school and I think the first year of high school as well. So, I was different, you know? I was different. And people were mean. People will, like, beat you in a whatever shape they want real effing quick in high school. So, people were kind of mean to me. And I just also started longing for, like, what, you know, the typical popular pretty girl had. Like, probably guys. I was probably jealous of, like, cute guys hitting on them. And so, then you just start mimicking what other people are doing. And since I hadn't been taught things like... I'm I'm going into decluttering again, like how to build a good closet because, okay, I think you can buy things and it's totally fine if you want to be like others sometimes. Let's say everyone has this cool Levi's jacket and you want the jacket and you've decided you genuinely want it and maybe, yes, you were influenced because everyone else had it, but you really want it and you want to buy it. What I did in high school was like, go put it on a credit card, which is dumb. I think you should buy it on debit, you know, make sure you want it, make sure you're spending money that you have. And then, for example, if I already had a bunch of jackets that were very similar, I would have been like, nah fam, I am buying that today. Here's an example from like two days ago. I was at Target. I saw these cute like leopard sandal shoes thing sandals I don't know they're cuter than I'm explaining them (laughs) and I was like Annie do you want these and I was like Annie I kind of do but then I was like but Annie you haven't even bought your shelf your shelf yourself new shuffle shoes sis and I said you're right Annie you got me there I can only purchase these until I have purchased number one my cat some new food because she's running low number two myself some shuffle shoes number three my bills and that is kind of how I handle those moments when you're in the store and your coins are starting to get magnetized to an item just gotta hold back gotta reel it back you gotta think about it for a second anyways going back to kind of like go-to tips for Building a good closet. Wow, this episode's kind of all over the place. Sorry, guys. But, like, having, making sure you have your basics, right? Like, for example, once again, all of my gym clothes kind of, like, have holes in them, you know? So, why would I go buy some leopard print sandals, even though they're so, so cute, until I buy myself gym clothes? Because I go to the gym, like, four to five times a week right now. And I've been doing so consistently for six or seven weeks. So I think it's time that I feel okay investing a little into some more clothes so I'm not having to wash my clothes every three days when I go to the gym, right? Um, Yeah, so having basics, not buying a million of the same item, making sure your other obligations money-wise are met, and 
Also questioning why you want the item. I know, guys, I'm just being like annoying. (laughs) Not annoying. I'm being like, I'm making you be mindful of your purchases because sometimes And especially for me, when I want something, it's usually because I think it's going to make me come across a certain way and like maybe please a certain sort of a certain sort of person. And that's not always a really good reason to buy something. I think it's okay to buy cute clothes, but I think it should be about you freaking feeling cute and you making smart decisions. And when you realize you have a bunch of clothes that don't serve you anymore, Give them away. It'll make you happy. Give them to friends who would actually wear them. Sell them to Plato's Closet and get into more sustainable fashion because there's a lot of fast fashion where places, you know, come out with new things every year. They're made cheaply. Child labor goes into making these cheap clothes and then we just keep buying into that industry. So child labor keeps happening and all these clothes are wasted. A lot of them end up in like the garbage and we're producing tons and tons of materials every year i'm not asking you to be a saint i'm just asking you to be mindful of your decluttering of your clothing choices and about maybe how materialistic you're being because this is something i constantly have to check myself on i also want to leave you with a few resources so there is a really good documentary on netflix called the minimalists less is now and it's basically about two guys who are living in a very typical american way of buying items buying a lot of things we don't end up seeing for years but we just keep them in our basements and how they came to being minimalists i'm not saying you gotta be a minimalist but i really think there's so much value in that documentary and it really inspired me that was actually what inspired me to go through my closet the last time that i did it Um, and then also tidying up with Marie Kondo on Netflix. I love that show. She is all about decluttering and also about just making use of space. Um, she's very inspirational and she's so freaking cute. The whole show is basically about her going around and helping families with their clutter issues and then also showing them better ways to organize what they do end up keeping. And I love her so much and that show is awesome if you need some tips on organization as well. And then I also just wanted to say one last note. I think, well, I always feel so much better when I get rid of stuff because it truly, when all is said and done, after all of that painstaking work, you're trying on the clothes, you're going through these tough decisions, you might be attached to items that you end up deciding to get rid of, and it can be really mentally taxing. At the end of the day, when all is said and done, I love that I can give those clothes away to people who are actually going to wear them, whether that be through Salvation Army, Plato's Closet, or straight up giving them away to friends. And I feel like when you clear space out of your life, like things that don't serve you, it make space for new things that will better serve you and in this situation i think that is literally physically happening (laughs) i use literally in the correct way for once um but yeah it's it's so much easier for me to look at my closet and see oh man i need some new socks right now like i'm running low on socks or oh I kind of have too many of these. Maybe I could do another declutter. And it's just so much more obvious because I can fit everything all in one closet. And it's not such a source of stress because I think really extra items can bring us so, so much stress. And that's all I have for you today. Um, 
sorry this episode is late <laughs> hopefully ghosts didn't hack this audio too love you guys so much and i have a really fun episode coming up with my gal emily if you haven't listened to my podcast with her scroll back um don't remember the episode number but i will link it below uh yeah we're gonna do kind of like a fun episode a little less based in like self-growth still based in self-growth but i don't know we're just gonna go for like a fun sleepover vibe and i'm really i'm really excited for it i will see you guys next tuesday thank you so much for listening stay resilient squad thank you so so much for listening today if you enjoyed this episode and felt that it brought value to your life please feel free to screenshot it and share it to your instagram story and be sure to tag me at amyblade underscore at resilient you squad and also the guests that i had on if i did have one on this episode if you would also be so kind please feel free to run on over to the apple podcast app so you can give me a five-star rating and leave a thoughtful review if you feel compelled to i always love hearing your guys's feedback thank you so much for listening again and i will see you next tuesday stay resilient squad